the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition of The Stay at Home with John and Kathy. It's, uh, it is Friday. And it I is. think whether you're working or not, it still means something, does it not? Oh, my gosh. I get super excited for Fridays. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've gone through another cycle here. Right? Another tick on the odometer. Listen, I like it. Plus, it's Cinco de Mayo. It's going to be a big blowout celebration in the Emmons household. Tonight, today, is Cinco de Mayo? Well, no, wait. That's May 5th. What's going on? I was, I was thinking it was May 1st. I got excited. <laughs> Today's, May, today's May 1st. We we did turn the well, calendar. Okay. We can we run around the Maypole? Oh, yeah. We can run around the Maypole. It is May 1st. See, I want right? to do something, you guys. You can. You know what you can do is you can... Um, recognize workers That's... worldwide, Kath, because it is like I workers' know. rights day, is it not? Right. right? Yes. I'm thank excited you for your contributions, that. men and women, and for all those people who are on the front lines, right? Right. Workers' for rights sure. day. For sure. For sure. I, I just wasn't excited about workers' rights day because w- when I was thinking it was Cinco de Mayo, it seemed like everything else was a disappointment. Right. You go from tacos to sweat. It makes a little difference there, yeah. doesn't it? Right? I was actually sad about it, but workers... Mm-hmm. Yeah, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Today also, in case you're wondering, uh, is an unofficial Liberation Day across the United States of America. <laughs> Twelve states goodness. in some form or another have rescinded their stay-at-home order to the safer-at-home order, mm-hmm. which means in many places across this grand land of ours, malls, uh, shops, some restaurants uh, eat in with restrictive safer distances are in place yeah people are starting to go back out again yeah this liberation day is a little much for me why say that it's a little rich well Well, liberation day is what happens in romania when you get rid of Ceausescu. (laughs) right okay it's not quite where we are here in america i mean we got some we we got some elected officials who might have gone too far and might Mm -hmm. not be handling things well but they were trying to keep us alive so maybe we shouldn't like respond with automatic weapons and the storming of state facilities no no speaking of storming am i I over am i overreacting i mean no no because this morning when bed bath and beyond opened the the wave of humanity that came flying in the front door to grab those loofahs. I mean, listen, we, we I love, those. I love Bed Bath and Beyond. If they were to be a sponsor of the ride home with John and Kathy, I would do a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This segment brought to you by your extra hand towel. <laughs> <Restrained>. <laughs> I like an extra hand towel. Who doesn't? I really like that. Yeah. I was just thinking I should get some new hand towels. My mm-hmm. hand towels are pretty bad. Anyway, well, we just got new ones. We got new ones, and we feel really good about it. Not to upgrade you, not, not to make Show you feel off. bad about yourself. On I'm Friday. already, I'm already trying to be vulnerable. Uh, we're streaming live on Facebook. If you want to watch the show, 101.5 mm-hmm. Word FM or the ride home with John and Kathy. It's Casual Friday. Casual Friday. We don't dress aware. up on Fridays for the stream. 
Nope. Usually what do you got? What are you celebrating in your t-shirt there? Some I'm kind of like Ocracoke Community Radio oh, 90.1 FM on the island of Ocracoke. That's wonderful. In the Outer Banks. That's wonderful. Pro Community Radio. Okay. Very nice. All right. I'm glad for that. You're not sporting any uh no. any signage on your I'm, uh, I'm visage? Celebrating the color blue. <laughs> okay. And I color. also, you know, this is this is a girl thing, and I know you're both guys, Mike and John, but I'm gonna bring it up because you know, there are a lot of women listening to the show. This was a you know, it's a casual Friday. It was also a I don't know what to do with my hair day. Like it's reached the length that I it's I don't know how to approach it anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you know, it's been three months since I've had a haircut. Mm-hmm. I'm just, for those of you watching this, I just, I don't really know what's happening. I, I, I need an, it's, I need a new strategy. You guys. One word. Babushka. <laughs> it might be time. It might be time. A friend of mine. It's today, a good look, Kath. It's a classic listen, look. A friend of mine today just posted. Now, listen, is this a heart attack in a pan? Pierogi lasagna. <laughs> as a recipe i thought i could wear a babushka and make pierogi lasagna and i would be like ultimate yenzer yeah yeah do you have a babushka i don't think i do well i think instead of making masks maybe we should turn our attention to making babushkas in this let's great get country to the virus. things that are really important right let's just go Seriously, to the babushka I mean, and forget about the mask it's one thing to be breathing it's another thing to have your your head covered so exactly. you look decent Exactly. All right. Coming up on the Friday edition. I love the Friday edition of the show. It's my mm-hmm. favorite day, uh, simply because we've got in the 535 segment, our week in review, which is yep. John and I looking back on all that has happened over the last seven days. At 425, we've got this or that. Oh, I love this. It's the segment that's taken the show by storm. Mm-hmm. I got two, two choices. I got, I got two phone calls this morning, John, people telling me that they liked this or that personal they look friends forward of mine. To it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, it's just this or that, basically. That's it's one it thing or another, right? That's all it is. Mm-hmm. What do you got? One or another, right? Exactly. And uh, coming up next, we got Richard Mao, former president of Fuller Seminary. One of my, I cannot express the affection I have for this man. Wonderful man. Just he's turned such 80. A terrific man. Anyway, we're going to talk about Christians in Hollywood. Yeah, How do you live faithfully in that world? Mm-hmm. Out there in Southern California. And uh, he's got some inside scoop mm-hmm. on Tinseltown. Okay, so can we go to Town? Can we do this or that and a little bit of Week in Review on today's right now? Mm-hmm. <gasps> it's time for me to tell you your weekend has begun. Yes, fabulous. It is uh, 4.10. All is right and well, at least in this corner of the world right here. I'll shake you. 101.5 WORD. So, yeah, things are a little weird right now. So at Word FM, we offer a little bit of normalcy to your life. Inspiration will not be canceled. Conversations will not be canceled. The good news of Jesus will not be canceled. Hope will not be canceled. Use your smart speaker to stay connected. That's a smart choice. 101.5 WORD. Always open for encouragement. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars call the hotline at people's tax relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-319-3687 
If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-319-3687. 800-319-3687. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorkehe inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future register today at sebgorka.com on the stand with israel tour history culture and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country i'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this december We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Visit sebgorka.com and click on the Israel banner. That's sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. So why not consider a private Christian school that's been serving the community for nearly 40 years? At Central Christian Academy in Houston, pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to propel them to the top of the class in high school and beyond. Central Christian Academy creates model student leaders other kids look up to. Students prepared for a world that needs Jesus. Schedule a private tour and learn more at ccaschool.com. One of our favorite guests is with us today, Dr. Richard Mao, professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, where A, it's warmer than it is here in Pittsburgh, and B, he served as president for 20 years. Richard's written numerous books, including Adventures in Evangelical Civility and the most recent Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Richard, my friend, welcome back. Hey, thanks for saying I'm a favorite because you guys are uh, favorite, favorites of mine. Gee. Fabulous. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah. Very nice, Richard. So, Richard, uh, you join us monthly. Kathy and I sort of live vicariously through the phone lines because we know that you're in sunny California. Uh, here and uh, off in Dower, uh, the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, we can only dream of oranges on the trees oh, and the casual acquaintance with the Hollywood, Hollywood hoi poi. Um, have you yourself ever hung out with any uh, Hollywood royalty, like Brad Pitt ever stopped by the university? <laughs> no, none of those, none of those folks. Although we, we, uh, you know, when I was president, I, I, right around the time I became president, I thought, you know, the Lord has put this seminary within about 25 miles of the entertainment capital of the world. And, uh, we ought to be doing something about that. And we reached out and discovered some wonderful Christian people who were had jobs like vice president at Universal Studios and the person who worked on uh, early uh, Star Trek films and uh, actresses and just wonderful. One of the nuns in uh, in the that uh, oh you know the Gee, I'm blanking. But anyway, uh, she was an actress that sang with that group of nuns that uh, uh, 
big movie about 20 years ago. Anyway, just great people. And, yeah. you know, there, there was a, a, a magazine, it's no longer going, but a magazine in Hollywood that they, they, they ran a story on Rene Russo. Oh. And, you know, she was a pretty big star. Yeah, and big, big star. I loved her. I absolutely loved her. And she said in that interview, I am a spirit-filled, born-again Christian. And uh, so somebody wrote in a month later, and they said, we're so glad that she gave that testimony. I, too, am working in Hollywood, and there are streams of living water flowing beneath Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. And I thought, we got to tap into that. So we started a film festival at the Directors Guild Studios, a wonderful Catholic who headed all that up at the time and just welcomed us. And we would show a film, and we'd, we'd invite, let's say, a secular Jewish uh screenwriter who worked on the film and we'd show the film and then have an interview afterward and and this one one that i'm talking about a secular jewish scriptwriter said this is the most fascinating conversation i've ever had about about my work you know yeah and there's a hunger in hollywood for people to talk about what they're doing Dr. Richard Miles with us, former president of Fuller Theological Seminary. Hey, Mike, I'm going to ask you to turn him up a little bit. I'm having a hard time hearing uh, Richard in our headset. Uh, Richard, talk about uh, what the what the feeling is like in California. I mean, we seem to be so entertainment soaked in America. And, you know, if I see one more celebrity tell me that I should stay home to save lives, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> so I would assume that the closer you are, it might be better. It might be just people who are in a particular industry, in a particular industry, who are also just human beings living their lives. Yeah, and they and they, they are. And I think that many of them are, are because of, the isolation are, are really thinking about their marriages, their relationships, uh, mm-hmm. w- what it's all about. And, you know, we're seeing, I mean, you can, you can have your skepticism about it, but we're seeing people uh, like, like, uh, you know, um, well, a number of younger stars that you, know, you guys know about uh, Bieber and they're like you know, saying yeah. that they're believers and that they, they worship God and that they're following mm-hmm. Jesus yeah, and I think we need to to pray for them and support them and see where all of this goes because yeah. it's. Uh, I think some new things are happening actually. What's well, interesting, Richard? You know, there you are, twenty five miles away from the film capital of the world, right? Where everybody thinks it's the you know this this godless pit, and and like you saying, you know. Uh, these are regular people who lead lives. It wasn't as though they, you know, came out of, of, of their mother's womb and were certified Hollywood stars. They, you know, they had lives and experiences before they became actors and then achieved, uh, achieved a certain level of, of, of competence and in many ways stardom bestowed upon them. So, I mean, they're just regular people. And, and what I love about that is that as they're regular people, whether they're actors or filmmakers, you know, screenwriters or directors, they're looking at God or struggling with issues of what it is to be alive, just like you and I are. And I often find uh, that I love that when those themes of humanity and godliness or struggle or what, what have you come to the screen and that we as believers are able to see that, that glitter, that yes. glitter of God yeah. on the silver screen. I agree. Yeah. And you know, it, it, and it's important to see that in films that and shows that aren't uh, explicitly Christian. I mean, exactly. you know, that's yes. a whole 
industry in itself. But uh, one of the most amazing people I've met in Hollywood was a guy named David McFadden, who a uh, very devout Christian, and but he he had worked for Roseanne for a couple of years and kind of got creeped out by it, and so he quit and he produced. Home Improvement, which for three or four years in the 80s was the leading um, yeah. you know, situation comedy. Yeah, it was gigantic. And, right? uh, he lectured at Fuller quite a bit about his work. Really? And he says that the, the, the consistent theme of every, every episode of Home Improvement was covenant fidelity. Hmm. And that meant a marriage that stayed together. Yeah. Uh, they could play tricks on each other. They could make jokes about each other. They could have arguments, but they were faithful to each other, and they were good that's neighbors. Right. You know, yeah. And that's don't, what don't you were I, trying I to think do. about this. Now, I never took part in this, uh, Richard. I wonder, wouldn't it be interesting to sit in in a, a room full of writers, whether it's you know a situation comedy like Home Alone, uh, because they're 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 like family and they're doing this every week. They crank yeah. this and crank this and crank this, and I'm sure these these writers get to know each other intimately. And so they're just talking about all manner of things to sort of throw on the wall mm -hmm. to make the plot of the show move forward. So I'm sure they stumble upon some really interesting conversations, which include conversations about God. Yeah, because one time we had David McFadden together. We had a Christian Jewish dialogue, and we had David together with a, an Orthodox Jewish screenwriter scriptwriter who wrote for the new adventures of the old christine hmm. which was another situation comedy yeah sure mm -hmm. and it was on friday nights after sundown so he could never watch it because it was the sabbath you know uh but but he talked about sexual humor in film and how he as a believer in, in the god of the old testament wanted to honor God's God's will for sexuality. Uh, at the same time, he wanted to make some humor, you know? And what is healthy humor about sexuality? Mm -hmm. And uh, he and David really got into it. And it was a wonderful conversation, you know? And it's, in many ways, it's the kind of conversations we ought to be having between Jews and Christians, right. not just starting off, what do you believe about Jesus? But how does your faith, shape the way in which you write a script you know mm -hmm. wow well and the richard those those conversations are never going to happen if we pursue as christians i think maybe what christian filmmakers were pursuing 10 years ago which was you know kind of giving us a film with all the answers in it right. yeah um so the only things that are going to spur conversation between people who believe and people who don't believe or people who have yet to believe is if we ask common questions that we're all asking, right? right. I think that's a different approach to any kind of art. What do you say? Yeah. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. And, yeah, I mean, this could get kind of kind of weird, but I was talking to an audience recently and somebody asked me a question about, well, what about watching The, the Bachelor, you know? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I love that, that Christmas carol hymn. This was right after Christmas. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in the internet. Why don't we watch The Bachelor next week and just say, what are the hopes and fears that are are at work there? You know, the fear of being dismissed as a slut. The, the, the hope to be appreciated as a real human being, you know, the desire to be loved. And, and we watch it in those terms because we could reach a whole generation that's fascinated with that stuff. 
yeah. if we're willing to, 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 to read those stories in the light of what Jesus Christ came into the world to, to Oh, that's bring fascinating, to Richard. So that, that, wouldn't that be interesting if mm-hmm. your pastor said, okay, this week we're all going to watch this one show together, and these are the things I want you to think about. These are the themes as Christians we're going to try to look at no matter what happens on the screen. I mean, what a right. conversation that would be. That's a great idea. Yeah, and, and, a, and a, a woman about 45, 50 years old came up to me afterward, and she said, you know, my daughters, they're both just recently married, and they love that show, and they say, Mom, you ought to watch it, and I just haven't wanted to. She says, I'm going to watch it with them, and we're going to decide ahead of time what we're going to look for. Yeah. yeah. And what a, I, guess, I would have loved to have heard that conversation. I bet. Yeah. It's interesting you, you bring up The Bachelor, because Kath and I just talked about it uh, maybe uh, late last week, yeah. that in the 20 seasons The Bachelor has been on the air, which is hard to believe, 20 yeah. seasons, only five couples are currently married from that show. Yeah. Wow. Which might tell you something about the theological discussions you right. would stumble upon. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And and what went into the, you know, I mean, we, we have people on the show who are talking about they're struggling with questions of being faithful mm-hmm. of not being promiscuous you know and that may, may seem like a weird context to have that but but that's where the culture is having some yeah. of the important yeah. conversations these days. okay so richard here's a question i was just thinking of my husband and i were talking about this a couple nights ago and i know this is edgy territory uh, for people, and so you know, listeners might say yay or nay to this, but I wonder if, as Christians, we're too eager to watch something and have our beliefs validated. Mm-hmm. Make judgment I, as we're watching. Yeah, and I wonder how different our viewing would be if we were Christians who already like we're sure about what we believe. We know Jesus. We have the indwelling Holy Spirit. We we see the God of creation everywhere. And we would watch things with more of a discerning eye and an open mind to say how does this tell us about our culture and how could it cause us to reach out? That's I mean, why right. do we why do we need validation? Yeah, no, that's wonderful, Kevin. You know, I I I was I don't know if I told you guys about this, but I, I spoke at a, a big Pentecostal church in Singapore. And they wanted to talk about Christ and what God is doing in culture. And so I, I said, you know, you fool. I had about maybe 150 people at a lecture on a Saturday afternoon. I said, you know, you people probably don't know about this, but we got this show called The Walking Dead. And uh, it'd be very interesting to watch that and just say, how do we understand what it means to be a human being? And and uh, are, uh, how do we treat people like these zombies who are walking around? And, and, and I found out that in that church, every Wednesday night, they had about 40 people who got together, and they had all watched the most recent episode of The Walking Dead, and they discussed really? it as Christians. Yeah? Really? Huh. Wow. Isn't no. that amazing? I mean, you that get young people, you get middle-aged people. And, and, and they're saying, how do we, how do we see, what are the, what are the fears that are at work there? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what are the concerns about life after death? Uh, you know, how do you face it? I mean, you know, to get ready for the crisis that we're in now, wouldn't it have been amazing to have conversations about the walking dead for a while, you know, mm-hmm. because there are connections, plagues and, and, uh, you know, all the rest. I get excited about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, Richard, I mean, just, you know, when you joined us, you said that uh, there was an annual uh, film festival uh, at your seminary. Would it be so that, you know, 
whether they were seminarians or just a layperson at every church in this country somehow had the wherewithal and the, you know, the savvy enough to have this conversation and engage people in the, in the context of what it is to be in and of the culture, but at the same time to be a believer. Uh, we, we as a, a believing group will be much stronger and better equipped to at least have conversations with non-believers about uh, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And, you know, even if you were in rural Pennsylvania, you could, you could have somebody out here. I mean, you could contact some fuller students to video some conversations with people who are on some of those shows. You know? oh, that's cool. And wouldn't that be wonderful to have a 20 minute, you know, you know what, the, the cameraman on The Bachelor, uh, what is it, what is it like if he's a Christian struggling what, with? What's he seen? Yeah. And, and does, what does he struggle with? Mm-hmm. And having, you know, and these are, I mean, wouldn't it be wonderful to pray for that guy? Sure would be. <laughs> and here is, uh, get, get a couple of reports from him. How's it going? And the kinds of things that he struggles with. Mm-hmm. I think we could be much stronger Christians if we, we did that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, I agree. Richard Miles with us. Uh, Richard's a regular guest on our show, and uh, we're talking about film. Richard, uh, before you leave us, uh, you're still locked down, right? I imagine you and your wife have just been home. Not much has changed since the last time you talked to us. No, we're we're here, and you know, um, we're. I mean, it, it it's an interesting time, um, yeah. but you know, we're not getting out at all. We have wonderful people. Somebody brought us some food this morning for our dinner tonight. I mean, we oh, paid them for doing it, but we're we're doing well. And, it's a time Richard. of learning, you know, and we've got to uh, got to figure out what we're learning from all of this. And you guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're speaking probably to different audiences right now because there aren't a lot of commuters yet who are listening to you huh, these days. Yeah, we, we instead of the ride home, we've turned it to called we've called it the stay home with Johnny Kathy. <laughs> Great, right? Good. Yeah. So, Richard, yeah, hey, well, um, well, I would stay home and listen to you guys anytime. So, oh, be fabulous. Sweet. So listen, um, the Cohen brothers, I would recommend this to you if you guys are, you know, do you know the Cohen brothers, Richard? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, we, my wife and I just watched something called The Ordinary Man, An Ordinary Man, which was about, you know, a Jewish, uh, Jewish family, which is fabulous. Anyway, I just wonder, what are you watching? Are you watching anything good? Well, I watched uh, Unorthodox. Have you seen it? Netflix? No. Oh, it's about, I've heard oh, about this. Yeah, me too. This is a Netflix series, right? Yeah, and it's a young Jewish woman who gets married, but uh, she's just basically told that she's there to have babies. Yeah. And that's her role. And so she leaves and she goes to Germany and her Orthodox husband comes after her. And uh, I mean, it, 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 we may not like the way it ends up, but it, it it's a wonderful glimpse into the lives of people who are otherwise would be very mysterious to us. Interesting, yeah, yeah. And, oh, that sounds good. I've really, wanted to watch that. On, yeah. uh, North Korea. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. Uh, a very wealthy young woman fashion designer from South Korea. What's it called? Uh, she ends up in North Korea, <laughs> meets a soldier, and it, it, it's it's interesting because as as some of the reviewers have said, it humanizes people in North Korea. And, really? No, uh, wait, this is not unorthodox you're talking about, is it? No, no, there's another one, yeah. No, or unorthodox is a, I, I, I recommend it highly. It's a, Okay, good, excellent. And, and the one about the, uh, the woman in Korea? Yeah, it's something about you landed on my something or other. 
All it's, right, I'll uh, find it's big it. on check Netflix it out. right now. I can't yeah. tell you, Richard, how many times that's happened where the, John oh. and I have tried to recommend a show and we're yeah. like, what's that called? You know right. that thing with the it starts thing? with the. It's not, you know, it's at the top of my Amazon right. thing. No, no. You know that thing. No, it happens all the time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. well, Richard, hey, thanks an awful lot. It's always a great pleasure to, to check in with you. Um, as always, Wonderful I, I hope the next guys, time yeah. we talk that there is some limited movement in our lives that we're out there enjoying, you know, some communal relationships with each other that we look each other in the eye and we're, we're hanging out. Hey, blessings to both of you and look forward to talking again about good things. Good. All right, always a pleasure. Yes. Dr. Dr. Richard Mao. Dr. Richard Mao, former president of Fuller Theological Seminary. Take a break. Come back. Uh, oh, Friday feature coming up. No, it's this or that. Oh, well, it is this. The, which is the Friday feature. So, yeah, right. you're right. Okay, stick around. This or that. Wow, how the world has changed in just a few short weeks. If there is one thing COVID-19 has taught us, is good hygiene. Wash your hands more often and wipe down frequently touched surfaces. Unfortunately, we also face another problem that has been around us since, well, time itself. Rodents. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Rodents usually carry diseases with them we do not want around us. Treating the problem the old-fashioned way with baits and traps only causes the problem to continue. Baits invite rodents in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do we keep them out? With plug-in pest-free, an electromagnetic device that utilizes the electrical wiring in your home to set up a no-go zone. Now that's fair income. Look us up today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code Test 20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Got milk? We sure do. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. And boy, do we have milk. That 130-cow herd of ours just keeps on producing. They don't give one hoot about a world health pandemic going on. Come on out to the Springhouse in Washington County, Pennsylvania, for farm-fresh milk that we pasteurize, homogenize, and bottle right here at the Springhouse when my brother Sam brings it over the hill from the milking barn. We share a lot about our homemade meals and baked goods, but cows are the heart and soul of our dairy farm and country store. To say thank you for your unwavering support during these uncertain times and to lend a helping hand to our customers, we are offering all three kinds of white milk at a huge discount, $2.95 a gallon, as long as we can keep up. Our family is so blessed by so many folks stopping by and thanking us for being open, and we are blessed to be open. Let us share a little bit of our farm with you, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. This is Dennis Prager, and my friends, they're at it again. The left is doing its best to silence ideas it doesn't like. Hollywood does not want you to see my film, No Safe Spaces, which is why you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back and protect freedom in America. See No Safe Spaces. It is a great film starring me and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com. Today's forecast calls for clear skies, slight winds coming out of the Northeast, and customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual. So you only pay... For what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. 
Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too. At 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. This evening will be partly cloudy with a low of 42. Mix of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, high 68. Then very cloudy Saturday evening with a low of 55. Sunday will be mostly cloudy with showers in the area, high 75. Then rain ending Sunday evening, becoming clear with a low of 47. Partly cloudy Monday. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Holly Holdren. Kath and I do this thing where we just we just ask each other one thing or another. Just a couple of things when you choose, you choose this one or that one. Sometimes they're more personal things, other times it's just kind of like whatever. You'll see how it works. We just call it this or that. Ten things. May Kath, I begin, you John? Go first? Want me I to would, go first? No, I would like to go first. Okay. I'm excited to ask you these questions, John. Okay, good. Here we go. Should we begin? This or that begins, mm-hmm. Mike? Anthony Fauci, MD, or Trapper John, MD? Hmm. Uh, Anthony Fauci, MD. Kleenex or tissue? Oh, Kleenex. Tim Foley or Jordy Mercer? Tim Foley. Hangnail or blister? Oh, <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, it's easier taken care of. There's no life cycle involved. I'm going strongly for hangnail. <laughs> I'm relieved to hear it. Tiger Woods or walk in the woods? Well, I never met him, and I think he's fascinating. Uh, Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Orange juice or orange Julius? Oh, orange juice. Every day times 10. Wow. Taco or burrito? Hmm. Uh, I'm going burrito. All right. Joe Biden or Joe Rogan? Oh, uh, sorry. Joe Rogan times 10. Joe Rogan or Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci or Joe DiMaggio? Oh, Joe DiMaggio, the splendid splinter. You got to go, Joe. Jumping Joe, where have you gone? Joe DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, that's part one of this or that. That's very nice. Very strong, Kath. I Thank love you. them all. Thank you. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm not going anywhere near that strain. This is pretty basic. Okay, I'm ready. I'm stretching <laughs> my arm out. I'm good to go. Okay. A book, a CD. Um... A book. Mm. Couch. Bicycle. (laughs) Well, I want to say bicycle, but the reality is couch. Come on. Okay. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Kirk Franklin. (laughs) Uh, Kirk. Kirk gets my vote for sure. A little funk there. Yeah. No FDR. No new deal for you, Kath. No, I am am heavy with Mm -hmm. Kirk Franklin. Water. Iced tea. Oh, iced tea. There's okay, no need right. for water. Iced okay. tea's taken water, and it's no longer necessary. All right. Bloomfield. Oakland. 
Oakland. Oh. Rich Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald. See, you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> no. Rich, I want you to know I very much enjoyed all the time I've spent with you, but I have to go Ella. Okay. Of course you would. She's a classic. Mm, to. Pot roast. Salmon. Oh, salmon. Easy. Oh, really? Easy? Easy. Easy. No, pot roast? No. Nice pot roast in the oven? No. Salmon okay, kills right. it. Rich chocolate oval tea. Black Russian. <laughs> well, I mean, in an ideal world, in my redeemed form, when mm-hmm. I would not be concerned about alcohol, I would say black Russian. But I'm going rich chocolate oval tea. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, chocolate biscotti, chocolate cake. Oh, see, that's not fair. That's not fair. Mm. Uh, chocolate cake. Okay. Amy Grant. <laughs> Amy Poehler. I like them both very much. What'd you do? I have this to or that, Kath? It's just I, this or that. I. And I've, I've enjoyed the time I spent with Amy Grant. I've never yep. met Amy Poehler. Okay, I'm going to Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, very nice. That is this week's edition of This or That. WORD. The coronavirus pandemic has forced us to find new ways to live, but how does it affect our faith? Get a free download of John Piper's Coronavirus in Christ from Family Life Today. This is a time when the fragile form of this world is felt. The seeming solid foundations are shaking. In this free book, you'll get answers to your questions and concerns. Get John Piper's Coronavirus in Christ ebook free. Download it now at wordfm.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Fierce Nachiwadi with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women, if you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been ordered to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. If you have a child, no matter what the age, unless you've homeschooled in the past, chances are your child right now is involved in some form of online learning. Well, here's the deal. Successful learning takes more than two computers. Both of Kath and I's kids go to Grove City College. And so we see firsthand the nature of what quality online education is. In these strange times, not the best way to go about learning, but making the best of an odd situation, that's Grove City College. Kath? 
I think one of the things that I've been so impressed by and thankful for, John, is the fact that the personalized approach and the personal relationships were already in place before all of this hit. So it wasn't like the professors had to you know, figure out who the students were and boy, I got to make sure that I can come up with some kind of like interpersonal approach to them. No, that was already happening. And so when that's, you know, when they have history in that regard and then something like this emergency hits and they have to move to a different mode. It's awkward. It's weird. It takes a lot of adjustment, but really the relationship is already present. One day soon, hopefully this will all be over and kids will be back in school. We would encourage you to check out online Grove City College, its beautiful campus, but even more so a Christ-centered education from men and women who love to teach, love to learn. Look online, grovecitycollegegcc.edu. Frederica Matthews, I'm all excited because it's a Friday. And I'm I all, understand. Uh, it's a lot Frederica of energy Frederica Matthews forward. Green is with us today. Frederica joined us on a monthly basis. You'd never know that because uh, I've never said her name properly. <laughs> Frederica Matthews Green. Hey, Frederica, how are you today? <laughs> oh, I'm doing well. I am. Gosh, Good. I'm loving this beautiful spring, but it's hard to not see anybody, isn't it? It yeah, surely oh, is. How, how you holding up there? I mean, um, we're going to talk about something really interesting that involves your son and preaching. But what's that day to day like for you? Uh, life for you and your husband? You know, we're retired, so in a way, it's not that different. It's not difficult, you know, particularly. But we moved here to be near our son and our grandchildren, and we can't see them now. So oh, that's yeah. a that's a big loss. That's but you and Kathy are still going into the office. I guess you got to go to the studio. No, right. we're actually broadcasting from home, Frederica. We are. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the stay home crazy. with John and Kathy, Frederica. We're just kind of hanging out in spare rooms. <laughs> That's so great. You know, I heard Walmart says they're selling a lot more jackets and shirts, but not so many pants. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so people are kind of choosing how they look online. Exactly. That's a visual no one wants, Frederica. Seriously. I mean, no, it really isn't. Just the worst. Okay, Frederica, so let's start talking about St. John of Chrysostom. I don't know anything about him, and I've probably butchered his name. <laughs> uh, it is a hard name. It's a C H R Y, like a chrysanthemum kind of, mm. and it means golden um, in Greek. So his name was St. John the Golden Mouse. So he, has a, he had such an eloquence and such a beautiful way of speaking. And he wrote a sermon for Pascha that's very dynamic. Uh, I think the first time I heard it, I thought, I've never heard a sermon like that. It has such a punch to it, and yet it's very short. And ever since, let's see, Chrysostom died in the year 407, 1,600 years ago. But that sermon is still preached every Easter in Orthodox churches without a break for 1,600 years. So I... I wanted to read it to you today because you can imagine how powerful it is. Fabulous. Okay, wait. So when you say it's got a punch to it, right? So this is something written hundreds and hundreds of years ago. What is it that's the punch? Yeah, it's. Um, I think the, the punch of it is exactly what St. Paul says about the death has been defeated. Paul says, death, where is your victory? Where is your sting? It's because we have been brought into eternal life. By Jesus Christ. 
And he just phrases it in such a vigorous way that it's like it just happened. It's like you're right there on Sunday morning and you mm-hmm. can't believe your eyes that this is really happening. And all of those whom we've loved who have departed, that they're alive. They're alive in Christ and we'll see them again. So I, I think that's what makes it, gives it that kind of ringing quality. Just today I posted on YouTube my son delivering this speech at the church where he's pastor. It's four and a half minutes long, so it's really short, but um, man, it, it just makes you want to stand up and cheer. Hmm. So, Frederica, talk about the um, the celebration post-Easter in the Orthodox Church. So you guys are on a different schedule than the non-Orthodox Church. Does that set things aside for you? Does it make you feel like a little more special that you guys celebrate the schedule at a different time? Yeah, I think that um, there's, there are elements of it that are uh, a little hard to wrestle with, makes it inconvenient. Um, we are usually... Most often, I think, one week behind the Western churches. Sometimes it's a whole month. Sometimes we are actually on the same day. It's all the phases of the moon, and the calendar was updated, and, you know, a lot of stuff. But uh, we Orthodox are still following a different calendar only for Lent and Pascha. And uh, there are disadvantages, I say. It makes some things a little more complicated. But my favorite thing is I can go down to Walgreens and buy all that candy half price. Nice. <laughs> I like that practical viewpoint. That's yes. very important, Frederica. Very good. Mm-hmm. So, Frederica, read us a, a portion of this. We, we'd like to uh, sort of understand what you're talking about. I want to hear something from 1600s. Mm, yes, that's, that's true. That was about the time that they codified or settled the biblical canon. So before this, you know, there were a lot of different books people loved, and it was 376. So that gives you an idea of how very ancient it is. Um, so you, you have to imagine that I'm a man with a deep voice, and I'm booming this out, and there's a place where the, the congregation's supposed to echo what he says and kind of bounce it back to him. Here is the Paschal or Easter sermon of St. John Chrysostom, John the Golden Mouth. If anyone is devout and a lover of God, let him enjoy this beautiful and radiant festival if anyone is a grateful servant, let him rejoicing enter into the joy of his Lord. If any has wearied himself in fasting, let him now receive recompense. Because we have a very stringent fast uh, before Easter, as I've talked with you about before. And my husband always says that uh, he doesn't like this next part because St. John tells people, if you didn't keep the fast, it's okay. He says if you... <laughs> If you come at the first hour, uh, third hour, sixth hour, even the eleventh hour, God still receives you. You're still welcome to come to the feast. God both honors the work and praises the intention. He says, enter all of you into the joy of the Lord, whether first or last, receive your reward, rich and poor, with one another, dance for joy. You who were ascetic and you who were negligent, both of you celebrate the day. Let no one lament his poverty, for the universal kingdom has been revealed. Mm. And then when he gets around the halfway point here, he says, um, he who was taken by death, that is Christ, he who was taken by death has annihilated it. He descended into Hades, and he took Hades captive. He embittered it when it tasted of his flesh. And that's when um, everybody repeats the word, embittered, it was embittered. He embittered it when it tasted of his flesh. 
And anticipating this, Isaiah said, Hades was embittered when it encountered you in the lower regions. And then we're doing this like call and response. It was embittered, and everybody says, embittered, for it was abolished. It was embittered, for it was mocked. It was embittered, for it was purged. It was embittered, for it was despoiled. It was embittered, for it was bound in chains. It took a body and came upon God face to face. It took earth and encountered heaven. It took what it saw and crumbled before what it had not seen. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? Christ is risen. And that's where everybody shouts, Christ is risen! Christ is risen and you are overthrown. Christ is risen and the demons are fallen. Christ is risen and the angels rejoice. Christ is risen and life reigns. Christ is risen and not one dead remains in the tomb. For Christ being raised from the dead has become the first fruits of them that have slept. To him be glory and might unto the ages of ages. Amen. Amen. And that's Frederica, that's really... That's yes, so beautiful. I mean, it is. I mean, really, you, hundreds and hundreds of years old, and every Easter you hear those same words. And I love that call and response as well. Um, with just a few seconds left, Frederica, is that common? I mean, in the Orthodox Church, the, is this only for the Easter's, uh, Easter sermon, or is this common, that call and response? Uh, we have a sung kind of call and response or antiphonal singing where people trade back and forth a, a verse and a chorus or you take one line, I take the next line I and see. it's very um, spontaneous and off the cuff you're standing there with the other chanters and the choir director may say you, might just point at you and you take the next couple of verses there uh, so it keeps you on your toes and it makes it more interesting to, to you know, share around the hymns that we're singing it's fabulous. I really Frederick love it. Matthews, Thank you for hearing that for us. Yeah. Frederica Matthews Green, she's the author of Welcome to the Orthodox Church, an Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Frederica, see ya. We love you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Our great pleasure. Uh, we'll take a quick break, come back. Uh, we are going to do some uh, public reading of Scripture in yep. a few minutes. Stay with us. It's the Friday edition of the Stay Home with John and Kathy. Hey folks, it's Kenny Woods. Like you, I'm spending more time with my family. And one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. With all the choices, what should you watch? I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus. It's a documentary which presents convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories, like Exodus as written in the Bible, really happen? The result of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, at home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, and Anne Graham Lotz will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in this series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. We're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. Hey, listen, there's some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. 
If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe. You may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit windowsoruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnarounds in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. Brides come in all beautiful shapes and sizes. And at URB Bridal Informal in Bethel Park, every dress can be custom-made to celebrate every one, including hard-to-find plus sizes. High-fashion, private-label designs made to order, as flattering to your budget as they are to your neckline. Enjoy a personalized, no-pressure, luxury shopping experience, complete with complimentary champagne and chocolate, and see the entire selection. Find a dress that celebrates you because you are beautiful at urbbridal.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. We know staying in is a little easier when you can grill out. That's why Ace will help you get a great grill for your family from the best brands like Big Green Egg, Traeger, and Weber. And with your local Ace right in your neighborhood, we'll assemble and deliver your grill for free. Then, to make it even easier, we'll include free fuel to help you get grilling. The brands you love and the service you trust, only at Ace. Offer valid for Ace Rewards members through May 31st. Grills and accessories $3.99 and up. Propane tag not included. See participating stores for scheduling or exclusion. Hey, earlier this week in studio, uh, well, not in studio, with us, but it was in studio, uh, were the people from Save the Children, Scott Wilder, and uh, just a lovely organization, just yeah. fabulous. You know, uh, we watched last night the um, Parks and Rec uh, special show. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about it, I love the many things about it, but it was a fundraiser essentially for people who were food insecure. And we said that word on air earlier this week with Save the Children about a hundred times, food insecurity. You know that if that's you, you're raising your hand, you're going preach it, John. And if it's not you, you kind of go, well, what does that mean? They've got some food, but not enough. Well, Save the Children for decades has stepped alongside local schools. And the problem is now that because there is no school in session, a lot of kids who would get their breakfast and lunch at school and sometimes their dinner, that's gone away. So for a lot of poor families across the United States, which, which Save the Children has been part of, they're going hungry. So we need your help. Won't you give right now? This is our last time we're going to talk about we're this. Seriously, we're so close to making this goal. Every day, we're, every day we're inching a little closer, but today we're just $1,400 away. So there are more than several thousand kids right now, and we're just trying to move this forward yeah, to ease meet- the pressure on families. Yeah. Save the children. $100 feeds 10 kids. Now you can do whatever it is you can do. Here it is Friday for a lot of people. If you're working, God bless you. It is payday. In this weird time, we've sort of, you know, we've gone forward. All right, we're, we're here. If you haven't worked and you're on unemployment, then please don't give. But if you can give, then please give mm-hmm. a one-time gift to save the children on your cell phone right now to feed kids who are food insecure, pound 250, pound 250. You'll be asked the keyword, which is save the children. Of course, you can do it online on our web uh, webpage, wordfm.com. You'll see the banner for uh, save the children at the top of the page. 
whatever it is. We're so close to saying Pittsburgh's put its foot yeah. forward, our best foot forward, to help feed kids who are food insecure. And we love Save the Children. Mm-hmm. We've been with them, traveled with them, know them deeply, mm-hmm. understand the nature and the power of their relationship with poor people in the United States. Save the Children right now. Whether it's $100 or $500 or $1,000, please do something right now to help people who are hungry. Also, if you can go online, if you don't want to talk to anybody, you can certainly do that at wordfm.com and make your donation there. We hope that by the time we leave the air at 6 o'clock, that $1,400 has been taken care of. Yes, please. Because we just really want to say yes to our friends that save the children and all the kids that they meet. All right, we've got a terrific 5 o'clock hour. We're going to step away for news, uh, the weekend review, and uh, John Hamm and a couple other people will read you a bedtime story. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app iHeart tune in and at radio.com with SRN News I'm John Scott President Trump has announced this hour that the Food and Drug Administration has granted emergency use authorization for Gilead's remdesivir drug to treat the coronavirus Governor Andrew Cuomo says New York schools and colleges will remain closed through the rest of the academic year because of the pandemic. The order applies to 4.2 million students statewide. U.S. manufacturing dropped in April, a victim of economic fallout from the outbreak. The Institute for Supply Management says its manufacturing index dropped to 41.5 last month from 49.1 in March. Anything below 50 signals contraction. Stocks ending lower on Wall Street, giving up their gains for the week. The Dow lost 622 points today. The Nasdaq was off 284, and the S&P 500 fell 81. This is SRN News. The coronavirus pandemic has caused a lot of chaos lately. But something good that's come from it all is that Americans are waking up to the fact that we make too many things overseas and are reliant on China and other nations for the products that we need most. Enough is enough. Authentically American is a veteran-owned, patriotic, made-in-USA apparel company. They produce the highest quality apparel you can find, and it's all American-made. While other companies are waiting for their supplies to come in from Asia, Authentically American is still going strong, putting our neighbors to work every day. They also give 10% of every purchase to charities that support our veterans and their families. Use code SALEMPITTSBURG to get 10% off your entire purchase. Don't spend one more dime on products made overseas. If every American spent an extra $3.33 on U.S.-made goods, it would create almost 10,000 new jobs in this country. Shop at AuthenticallyAmerican.us and use promo code SALEMPITTSBURG to take 10% off your entire purchase. That's promo code SALEMPITTSBURG. Where is yours made? Paid non-attorney spokesperson Fierce Nachiwadi with principal office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women, if you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been 
in order to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. So why not consider a private Christian school that's been serving the community for nearly 40 years? At Central Christian Academy in Houston, pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to propel them to the top of the class in high school and beyond. Central Christian Academy creates model student leaders other kids look up to. Students prepared for a world that needs Jesus. Schedule a private tour and learn more at ccaschool.com. Hey, John, have you heard about No Safe Spaces? Oh, yeah. It's the number one political documentary of 2019. And listen, it finished its run after garnering the highest fan rating, 99% at Rotten Tomatoes, but it's been blocked from every streaming service. Oh, don't worry. No Safe Spaces is now available to watch for a limited time only. NoSafeSpaces.com. The discount code for our listeners is SAVE25 for 25% off. Watch the film tonight at NoSafeSpaces.com. This evening will be partly cloudy with a low of 42. Mix of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, high 68. Then very cloudy Saturday evening with a low of 55. Sunday will be mostly cloudy with showers in the area, high 75. Then rain ending Sunday evening, becoming clear with a low of 47. Partly cloudy Monday. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Holly Holdren. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome along for the uh, 5 o'clock Friday hour of the Stay Home with John and Kathy. Mm-hmm. Friday, Friday, lovely Friday, even though it's a pandemic, uh, at least in this corner of the world, Kath. Things are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm holding now, up, uh, for those at home, some... Uh, some honey roasted cashews. cashews. Honey cashews. roasted cashews. Really? Mm. Well, that seems like a indulgent snack for work time. Indulgent? What do you mean it's indulgent? Like over well, the top? I mean, like if you're going to, you know, we were talking yesterday about the fact that I, I I have a hard time snacking during the show because maybe I'm just like too focused in on it. You have no problem at all. And I think that that <laughs> oh, means like, that I think that means you're healthy psychologically. Um, I do. Wait, no, I'm taking it as criticism. No, no, no. I'm no, no. It's a compliment. Snack. Really? No, no. Okay, I good. think it's a compliment. However, I feel fine. However, like a work snack, like you might want to grab a couple like unsalted almonds or like, you know, a little I don't bit of punish myself. <laughs> unsalted <laughs> like, almonds. All of a sudden you're doing like honey roasted cashews. It's not a party, John. I think I'm wearing a hair shirt. I mean, it's a radio show, Kath. I mean, I'm not trying to suffer over here. <laughs> anyway, one of the things in quarantine, other than snacking on fancy cashews during work hours, fancy, um, super are pe- fancy, our people are returning to the kitchen in ways that they haven't before, John. People are getting excited about cooking. They're getting excited about baking, you know, all those sorts of things that maybe people have left behind when they were working so hard and had a long commute. Now they're trying to recapture. <laughs> you're not one of those people uh listen i married up so well uh-huh. i mean i ascended to a level that is just a here for to i don't know how i landed this woman 
but she can yeah, turn. Actually, Mike and I don't either. I mean, seriously. I mean, I have, I'm eating so incredibly well. Oh, you lucky I, dog. I don't want to make you jealous. I, I am, I, I'm thanks. serious. That woman, she just, she can cook like nobody's business. And mm-hmm. I am the beneficiary of that times 10. <sighs> Why do you ask? Well, because, John, <laughs> I have some cooking tips Yeah, oh, you do? That, I've, that I've been working hard on that you clearly don't care about because I don't you're not them. invested. I don't care about them. But I, but bet there, I bet there are a but, lot of people out there who would like – I mean, there are basic things that you would think people would know how to do. Okay. That when it comes down to it, they have to admit at a moment like this, I mm-hmm. don't really know. Look, that's a really good point because – any guy like you know who leaves his mother's kitchen yes. and has to fend for himself mm-hmm. you, i i was embarrassed like uh, one time i wanted to make egg salad yes and i had to call my mom and say this is so pathetic oh no how do i boil a hard boiled egg listen uh, listen a lot of people don't know that i was like i was right. i was ashamed right and there are a bunch of different ways to hard boil an egg can i share the, how i hard boil an egg yeah yeah Okay, There's so a bunch of, wait, I thought there was just one way you put it I in. Some, no, no, okay, no. There are a bunch of different ways. You can, you know, if you can put a bunch of eggs in water and you boil mm-hmm. them for seven minutes, I think, or th- 11 or everybody has a different thing. Okay. But this all is right. what I do. And this is, this is what I like to do is I put all of my eggs. If I'm doing, you know, two eggs nice or I'm too. doing a dozen eggs or whatever in a pot of, of water, mm-hmm. you bring it to a boil. And I don't mean a little, like a little, but I mean, but a serious rolling boil. Okay. <laughs> and then you put the lid on. You turn the heat off and you come back in 30 minutes. That's it. That's it. For how many eggs? As many as you have. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's if I easy. just had like a couple eggs, I just want to make a couple hard-boiled just put eggs. put two eggs in there. Let bring the water, the water boil. Put the lid on your pot, turn the so heat I, off and come back. Do I, put the, do I put the eggs in before the water boils? Yep. yep. Eggs are in the, from the beginning. Cold water from the tap. Cold water. Put it in a pot. Yep. Crank it. It's yep. boiling like crazy. Mm-hmm. Shut it off. Come back yes. in 30 minutes. I'm good to go. Exactly. That's pretty easy. When you're making pasta, John, mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference if you put salt in the water before you put your pasta in. And why is that? Well, just because pasta tastes better with salted water. It's just a huge, <laughs> yeah. huge difference. All right. Okay. Here's another thing. Always, always. And when I mean always, I mean at least once a week, sharpen your knives. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you're going into some weird territory because a lot of people just don't sharpen their knives. You should. It's much more more dangerous to be working with a knife that isn't sharp Mm. versus a knife that is sharp. Because if you're working with a sharpened knife, the knife's going to do what it's supposed to do. But if it's not sharp enough, it's going to kick. It's going to fall. You have a a much greater chance of getting injured. So sharpen. Okay. Well, then how do you sharpen a knife? Well, I have two different ways. I have two different knife sharpeners and I can't figure out which one I like better, but they both work. I have like a, it's like a, for those of you watching on Facebook, we're streaming at 101.5 Word FM or the Ride Home with Johnny Kathy. It's like a little, it's like a, it's kind of shaped like this. And like a it, U? yeah, it's like shaped like a, like a U and there's a little slot in the top. Oh yeah. Sure. You Is can it just plastic? Pull, right. You can pull your knife through. Okay. Back now the kind, yeah, the kind I like better though is mm-hmm. the kind that is, is, it's like a stick. Mm-hmm. It's long and thin and it's made of, of, you know, uh, scratchy material. It's probably made of steel, I would think. And you just run your knife oh, along. Oh, yeah, sure. It. You've seen those. Yeah. Those yeah. Are that's classic, really the right? one I like. That's really the one I like the best. Don't you have to worry about when you use one of those about, you know, switching the sides of the knife yeah. properly? You always you have right, to do both sides. Yep, you have right, to do both okay. sides. All right. That's good. Um, okay, That's here's another thing. thing. Mm. When you're cooking or baking, 
This is what, you know, you think they're just doing it on cooking shows because they want to look fancy. But yeah. if you measure everything out first. Measure out first. Yes, measure everything out first. So put all, put your one teaspoon of baking soda in a little bowl and your one teaspoon of baking powder and your salt. Get everything measured out. So when you go to cook or you go to bake, all you have to do is combine everything. Don't it's be there. like, don't be measuring as you go along. It makes a mess. You can easily get confused. That's a good tip. It's just a pro really tip. Good. Like just measure, measure everything out Very ahead nice. of time. Um, I would invest your time in watching a few YouTube videos on how to cut onions. What? How to cut an onion? Mm-hmm. Why? Because if you want, because you can cut an onion and it will take you five whole minutes. Or if you know what you're doing, you can cut an onion in about 20 seconds. Whoa. It will make a whole difference in how you cook. Really? If you know you can cut an onion that fast and that well, you're going to want to do it all the time and you're going to be much more eager to make good food. Oh, okay. All right. Very nice. Yeah. Um, good tips. Good tips. Okay. I have one more for you. Okay. Um, here's the thing that I've always struggled with is when you're baking, and this is the case with pancakes, this is the case with muffins and cakes, don't overmix your batter. Especially when you're using an electric mixer, it's easy to think, oh, I really need to like mix the living daylights out of this before I put it in a pan. All of those things, cakes, muffins, pancakes, they're all better if you just mix it to the point where everything is combined and stop, back up, step away from the bowl, and then everything will be higher and softer and nice. better. Okay. Mixing less is more with less your mixing. Less is more. Less is Excellent. more. Oh, those, okay. nice. those, are my, those are my tips for Friday, John. How to boil an egg, mm-hmm. how to sharpen a knife, mm-hmm. how not to overmix, and mm-hmm. the other one? Other one was what? How to make mm-hmm. salsa. Oh, how, watch a few YouTube videos oh. on how to cut an onion. Very nice. You'll be Excellent. glad for the rest of your life. That's very good. Okay. Glad for the rest Hints of your life. Hints from Heloise and yeah. from Kathy Emmons <laughs> on the Stay Home with John and Kathy. Hey, can I tell you? Well, no, no, I need to tell you. <laughs> I finally remembered. Tell me what? You guys, your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, 12 minutes past the 5 o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Pandemic be damned, at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. So oh, yeah. pandemic, beat it. Yeah. Beat it, Corona. We've had it with you in the isolation and staying home and hanging out Woo! and watching videos until we're like bleeding backwards. Oh, my, oh my gosh. They're both breaking down. Oh heck. All of them. Happy Friday to you. Yeah, we're okay. gonna come oh. we're gonna come back and talk about poetry, why you should read it, who you should read, and why you should Ooh. be reading it now. Esoteric conversation ahead. Mother's Day the 8th. Next Sunday. Here we go. Well, what's on your calendar for this weekend, Kath? Anything? Well, particular? I thought it was good. I thought I was going to do Cinco de Mayo tonight, but since it's only May 1st, All right. probably yeah. not a good idea. Okay, so then apparently you're a little confused. Maybe <laughs> for next Sunday for your Mother's Day gift, one of your gifts will be a little week planner. Yay, I would probably benefit from that. To keep your minutes and hours and days in strict order. Happy Mother's Day. That's next Sunday. If you're going to honor Mother this year, and holy smokes, why the heck wouldn't you, especially this year, uh, we would suggest a lovely meal at the Spring House with Marsha. Hey, Marsh, how you doing? Hi, guys. Great. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks, Marsh. Good. Hey, Good. Tell us what you have coming up next weekend at the Spring House for Mom's Day. 
Yes. So if things will be different this year, we usually cram mm. as many people as we can into the spring house, but there's no cramming this year. No <laughs> so we're doing a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Mother's Day cake and bake feast and people can check it out online, but if we're going to actually be barbecuing the chicken. We're going to start really early in the morning so people nice. can come. We're going to open an hour early at 11, but they have to call and order this hopefully by Wednesday so we can get an idea how much chicken to be cooking early Sunday morning. And um, we're going to have all the good fixings to go with it. And it's just going to be a couple boxes full of an amazing barbecue chicken meal, including um, green beans and red potatoes, baked beans, coleslaw, macaroni salad, cabbage and noodles. You get to pick a dessert of your choice, family size, and the rolls and the everything will be in there, corn pudding, the works. And uh, then you can take it home and just enjoy it at your own house. Or we're going to spread out the picnic tables outside. You can set it a pic- sit at a picnic table outside. The one thing we have is space, so that's a good thing. And uh, <laughs> we still want to make it a fun Mother's Day to honor those moms, but it's going to have to be a little different this year. Okay, so it's kind of like a Mother's Day picnic in a way, Marsha. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same, pretty much the same meal, but it's going to be in a box. Very nice. This is a great thing. Okay, so uh, if you want to honor mom for next Sunday's Mother Day, Mother's Day, it's good to make a reservation to call ahead at the Spring House, right, Marcia? Yeah, call and order your cake and bake. We'll get you all paid. If you don't even want to come in, you just call from the parking lot, say I'm in a silver Silverado, and we'll run it out to the parking lot and put it in your car. You can drive away and enjoy your meal. Fabulous. Wow. Give us the phone number one more time so people who are listening can sure. call right now. Sure. 724-228-3339, or you can just get online at springhousemarket.com. Check out all the details and um, let us know how many you need. Nice. Hey, Marcia, stay strong and healthy, all right? We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. You guys, too. 101.5 WORD. This week on Through the Bible, we begin an exciting study of the New Testament book of Second Peter. Dr. J. Vernon McGee helps us process some amazing truth, including how to have peace with God, how to know God, and then how to have everything that we need for life and godliness. I'm Steve Schwetz, as always, inviting you to join us for this terrific study that emphasizes the value of studying God's Word and knowing it intimately. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Hey, this is Laura Story. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? 
After you prepare your heart with worship led by Michael O'Brien and myself, Alistair Begg will be sharing from God's Word, and together we will renew our vision, purpose, and connection with Christ. We'll let Scripture steer our hearts as we explore God's eternal truths together. Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. I need help. My husband just told me he wants a divorce. Focus on the family is here to strengthen marriages. Do you think you and your spouse have what it takes to help us do that? We think you do. All the ups and downs, the mistakes, the conflicts, you've overcome them so you know there's hope. When you share that hope with others, you help Focus on the Family save marriages. Begin your journey as a Focus Marriage Mentor. Find out how at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Marriage Mentors. I've been a lifelong reader. I have loved books since I, well, I can't remember a time when I couldn't read and didn't love books. But I have lagged behind, and I mean lagged way behind, in any appreciation, understanding, or enjoyment of poetry. Now, I was either bold enough or silly enough to admit this on the air about, what do you think, John? It was three years ago? Yeah, probably three years ago. Okay. And, of course, John was horrified because, John, you've loved poetry your whole life. I have. Okay. Well, no, yep. I mean, you know, since I was old enough to appreciate right, it's not like it. It's not like when you were six, you were right. loving hey, it. Hey, John, you got some poetry there. Right, let's, not, let's not get carried away. Right. But you've always loved it. We have a lot of listeners who love poetry. And my own daughter is the one who shamed me, you know? So she is a college student and she was like, mom, how, where are you in this anyway? But uh, listen, I, I do appreciate it because once you realized uh, sort of that uh, weakness, you, um, you, you, you sort of bared down and you decided to do a poem uh-huh. a day, right? I did. I jumped in with both feet, John, and I yeah. decided I'm going to read one poem a day. Well, uh, and this was for National Poetry Month, which is the month of April. And so this was maybe three years ago. Anyway, yeah. I have to tell you that it completely changed how I look at poetry. I don't right. even right. know the old me. Good. I because mean, you love just, language. I, did I not just send you a poem like a, couple, like a week ago? I sent you yeah. a poem. I don't even recognize myself. What have I created or helped to create? So with that in mind, you know, you think about believers, whether, you know, uh, whether you're a plumber or you're a poet, all things to the glory of God. And of course, you know, you're not going to go, you're not going to be like a plumber and call yourself the Christian plumber you can trust. And at the same (laughs) time, you don't want to be, you know, the Christian poet who, you know, ascends uh, on the right hand of, you know, the father. You don't want to be that either. That would be weird. Yeah. But you want to create your craft or your art and give glory to God within that, the machinations of what it is to be alive. So we saw this piece, Five Contemporary Poets That Christians Should Read, and Misha Willett wrote it at the uh, Gospel Coalition. Misha is also the author of The Elegy Beta and Phases, which are uh, books of poetry. His poems and his essays, translations, and academic articles appear widely. He teaches English at Seattle Pacific University here today to talk to us uh, about poets. Hey, Misha, thanks uh, thanks for joining us today. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. Kathy, I'm very excited to hear about your um, month of poetry reading. Well, it was hard to admit that in front of, you know, tens of thousands of people, Misha, but I thought, what the heck? I mean, I'm not trying to hide anything from anybody. My problem was that I could never slow down enough to get it, and I became impatient, 
And so I just never got it. And so like disciplining myself to do it once a day for 30 days, I, I finally got that. First of all, every poem doesn't have to take me an hour, you know, to get through, but it might take me an hour and I actually might like it. So do you think poetry is, has become a casualty of the modern world? Oh, in some ways that's, that's undeniable. Of course, from, from an eminence that couldn't be approached called queen of, of the arts, right? Just assumed that that was the best thing a person could do with their mind to now where it's considered a debased form of entertainment. Um, yeah, it's, it's rather changed. But of course, there are pockets of resistance um, in, in every revolution. And I think a lot of great poetry is being written during our lifetimes right now, and a lot of it by people of faith. Well, that's interesting. So I, I did not, uh, and now I hear you say that, Misha, it, it, it was a time, I guess, in, in humanity that the poet was the one who was lauded, almost as though he were, you know, I'm sure he was a celebrity. Sure, exactly right. Or, or she, even in this case, the, the ancient yes. poet Sappho, um, than whom there might have been no one more famous on earth during her lifetime. Wow. Um, and then George Gordon Lloyd Byron, the same could be true. I don't think there's ever been a celebrity as famous as he was. Um, wow. They're just two poets. So. Isn't that interesting? Okay, so talk about yourself. I mean, I- I'm guessing you weren't drawn into poetry to become a celebrity. What, what was the impetus for <laughs> Right. Um, you know, I actually don't know when I started loving verse and um, started loving words for their own sake. I, I, it must have been quite young, though, because I do remember in fourth grade, I would stay in at recess and my teacher would share her own poems with me. And I think that, that's two things. I must have displayed some kind of interest, because why would you do this? Like, right. What kind of fourth grader makes that trade, right? right? You could play Foursquare with your friends, or you could study original verse with, with your teacher. So I must have displayed some capacity for it um, quite early. Yeah. And so at what point did you embrace it? I mean, when you fill out your, um, your tax forms, do you identify yourself yeah. as a poet? <laughs> you know, I've recently started having to do that. Yeah, when, when you start making books and doing readings and they pay you for them, Right. And, and you get various talks and start when you fly places for it, then you have to start figuring out, do I write the flight and the hotel room off? And that only works if you're technically a, an artist, according to the U.S. government. Uh, so that's a recent change for me. I like that when you have to fly places for it. <laughs> that's, that's when, when you, know you know you've arrived. You've crossed right? over. Yes. But it would be kind of nice to have that on your business card, wouldn't it? Misha Willett. Oh, poet. yeah. Yeah, and just done with a period at the end to underscore it. (laughs) Okay, so Misha, we're going to talk about the poets that you've recommended, but I I think I want to take a broader view first. Um, Who are the poets that you love, the ones that feed you? I mean, I I still remember the first time I read The Lanyard by Billy Collins. That was in that month I talked about. I mean, I read that, and I all of a sudden I thought, oh, this is what it is. Yeah, this is what a poem is. You know, I get it. So who did that for you? Yeah, Billy Collins is a gateway drug for sure. A lot of people yeah. have been <laughs> ushered into the, the kingdom of verse through, through his um, just witty and delicious uh, phrasing. Um, for me, probably Richard Wilbur is the, the okay. first person that, that blew off mm-hmm. the lid for me. Um, I was a huge fan, I still am, of Percy Bysshe Shelley. This is a romantic poet. Mm-hmm. Um, Gerard Manley Hopkins is a difficult poet, but I don't yeah. think 
anyone equals the music of, uh, of his works. Um, Robert Pinsky was probably the earliest. I think the first book I had was, no, it's not. Do you know what? This is, this is funny because of the, the radio show that you guys um, operate. Uh, do you guys remember the band DC Talk? Oh, yes. sure. Yeah, yeah. So one of the members of DC Talk, Kevin Smith, yeah. wrote a book of poetry what? Um, back in, in the 90s, probably 93 or something. And I bought it. And I think that was the first poetry book that I bought with my own money. Really? And I just bought it because I liked the band. <laughs> and then I thought, well, this is wonderful. Like, this is a, this is a thing that, that cool people do, right? Like people who are in bands and look like Kevin Smith. Right. And I think oh, that's, that's really the cool. first first one i owned yeah wow i mean well dc talk flies places to do things so yeah, that's yeah. right that's your yeah, that's signal right. that they've crossed over oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. so it's, it's interesting then it, to, to go back to cast point in some way uh the world is so fast right um it is so fast i mean yeah instead of us engaging in in reading uh long stanzas we're looking at 160 characters on twitter and even that's a burden yeah that's right yeah, there is an element of stillness, I think, required to, to appreciate poetry. And that's actually one reason that I think Christians might be uniquely suited towards it, right? Because in our discipline, we, we have this, this impulse to wake up in the morning, brew a cup of coffee, and open some words, whether it's, whether it's the word or some words, and to be yeah. quiet in front of them. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that interesting how, um, you know, I've often thought about... Uh, different people's views of government and how people who, you know, understand what a constitution is or some founding document are more likely to do that. I think if they already have a document like a Bible that they, if they have words that they value, right. If you grow up recognizing that there are words and they mean something and that they can be collected into things that are aggregate wisdom, then you're more likely to, to recognize that in another place. Well, that that was beautifully said. I think that's right. And that's probably responsible for my own, journey um, as a poet was hearing my mother read the King James Bible, which she did every night. So when my first book, Phases, came out, it's, it's laced with that kind of language. Not even the, the language itself necessarily, but the rhythms, so that if you've also read many of those stories in the King James, you'll recognize things that are happening in the poems, right, that other people wouldn't. They don't have access to it because they don't share that linguistic community. Mm-hmm. I see. That's fascinating. Misha Willett is with us. We're talking about a piece he wrote for the Gospel Coalition, Five Contemporary Poets Christians Should Read. But I think if, as you're listening along, you might also want to include uh, Misha Willett as number six. Mm-hmm. So, Misha, uh, talk about this. Uh, read some poetry for us so you know we can you know uh, be involved in this as well. Fill us up a little bit. Sure, sure. So, so the first poet that I recommended on, on that list, was um, Scott Cairns. Um, Scott's been making poems for a long time, and he makes essays and travelogues and books about grieving and things like that. So a number of readers uh, will know him. But I first um, heard him on a conference of Christianity and literature, and there's a panel of five important Christian poets. And he was the last one, I remember, all the way on the left. And I liked all of them. I remember Jill Baumgartner was there, and Mark Jarman was there. And people were reading down. I thought, wow, wow, Andrew Hudgens was there. And then they got to Cairns, and he read this thing that was actually more pregnant with silence, more, more still, bigger somehow than, than all the other ones. And I thought, okay, there's a whole sub-basement beneath this um, that, I, that I hadn't uh, conceived of before. Here's one of his poems that I'll read. It's a short thing called On Slow Learning. Thank you. 
If you have ever owned a tortoise, you already know how difficult paper training can be for some pets. <laughs> Even if you get so far as to instill in your tortoise the value of achieving the paper, there remains one obstacle, your tortoise's intrinsic sloth. Even a well-intentioned tortoise may find himself in his journeys to be painfully far from the mark. Failing, your tortoise may shy away for weeks within his shell, utterly ashamed, or look up with tiny, wet eyes, might offer an honest shrug. Forgive him. Fabulous. Wow, what great imagery. I mean, you can, you can see the turtle in the paper and the shrug in the watery eyes. Right, right. And who hasn't been that, that turtle, yes. right? Just trying to do something and failing and looking up with your own pleading eyes to, to a gracious God who, who grants forgiveness. Or what about the feeling of how distant you are? from what you are supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And I love that it's something rote, like presumably, I don't know, the tortoises go to the bathroom every day. <laughs> it's just, every day there's probably a failing, right? They're just not quick enough. They're not, you know, built to handle that, that even very simple task, which is exactly how I feel as a believer quite often. Oh, that's Love one another. It's not that complicated, but I can't. <laughs> Right. right. Okay, so then the the imagery and the story of a turtle trying to be paper trained somehow <laughs> bleeds itself over into what it is to be a failed human being, but still formed in the image of God and struggling day to day. Is it fair to think that Scott Cairns, when he wrote that piece as a believer, that was what he was trying to do? Or sometimes a tortoise is just a tortoise? <laughs> right. No, I think I think that's that's for sure what, what Scott was trying to do, not least because we have the other poems that he writes on this theme. His collected works is called like Idiot Psalms. So he's got a lot of poems about being uh dense and having having difficulty uh doing these things. But that's what poems do, great poems. They open up I mean it didn't say anything about Jesus in there, right? It didn't say anything about sin in there. Except it did. That's what it's really about. Yeah. That's fabulous. Really, really good. We got time for one more, Kath? Yeah, I think we've got time for one more. Yeah, Scott, take us someplace else. Okay, here's one that I'll read from uh, Christian Wyman, just because it's brand new. This poem was, I don't think it was in a book yet. It was published two months ago. But my piece mentioned Christian Wyman, who used to be the editor at Poetry Magazine. And this is one that I think people will recognize no matter what sort of tradition they come from, um, because it's about faddishness. It's called All My Friends Are Finding New Beliefs. All my friends are finding new beliefs. This one converts to Catholicism and this one to trees. In a highly literary and hitherto religiously indifferent Jew, God womps on like a genetic generator. Paleo, keto, zone, South Beach, bourbon. Exercise regimen so extreme she merges with machine. One man marries a woman 20 years younger and twice in one brunch uses the word verdant. Another's brick-fisted belligerence gentles into dementia, and one, after a decade of financial faints and teases, like a sandpiper at the edge of a sea, decides to die. Priesthoods and beasthoods, sombers and glees, high-styled renunciations and avocations of dirt, sobrieties, satieties, pilgrimages to the very bowels of being, 
all my friends are finding new beliefs, and I am finding it harder and harder to keep track of the new gods and the new loves and the old gods and the old loves, and the days have daggers and the mirrors have motives and the planets turning faster and faster in the blackness and my nights and my doubts and my friends, my beautiful, credible friends. That's big. That's super big. Wow. That's Christian Wyman's new poem. And who doesn't know that person, right? You guys have to try this. Here's my new thing. He's my new savior. Yeah. Wow. That is so good. I wish we had more time, Misha. We're having such a good time. But, you know, this is what happens in radio is they cut you off. Yeah. Thankfully, we have these books and you can seek them out for yourselves and continue the conversation. Yeah, well, well, we want to post this information and and, and uh, join us again. We'd love for you to come back. Because we want to hear your poetry as well, Misha. Sure, I'd love to. Thanks so much, John and Kathy, for having me. Our Terrific. great pleasure. Misha Willett, he is the author of The Allergy Beta and Phases, two books of poetry and writing. Uh, he wrote a piece that we loved uh, at the, the Gospel Coalition, Five Contemporary Poets Christians Should Read. Misha Willett. Take a break, come back. We're going to uh, do the weekend review. What did you like? What it uh, made you crazy? All that. Blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Are you tired of some of the movies that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with family and watch something that affirms your values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, a film that reveals how freedom of speech is being threatened and how some are even attacked for their Christian beliefs right here in America. Freedom of speech is important for the spread of the gospel. Truth flourishes where it's allowed to be heard. But your speech and beliefs are under attack now more than ever. People have been accused of hate speech for simply speaking about the gospel. And some politicians have threatened to permanently shut down churches because of the pandemic. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Go to nosafespaces.com today. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Pandemic, market drops, elections. Don't let the noise and fear distract you. Where do you go for clarity in uncertain times? 
for experienced advice on planning for retirement, tune in right here Saturday morning at 10 for your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane. Or call Accurate Solutions Group now for help navigating these unprecedented times. 412-515-3355. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. This evening will be partly cloudy with a low of 42. Mix of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, high 68. Then very cloudy Saturday evening with a low of 55. Sunday will be mostly cloudy with showers in the area, high 75. Then rain ending Sunday evening, becoming clear with a low of 47. Partly cloudy Monday. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Holly Holdren. Last night we watched the uh, special edition of Parks and Rec, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, we, we were talking, my, well, my uh, son and I, and my wife said, you know what? I really don't know the show that well. Oh. So I was like, what? Let's go. Oh, my god! I said, would you be interested in going back and like watching the first season? And she was like, sure. So we st- we binge watch five five episodes. Because last it's night. so awesome. And the yeah. first season isn't even all that good. No, it's not. We exactly. We read about that as well. It's yeah. still funny. We Believe me, we laugh plenty. Right. But it made me think about, you know, things I want to go revisit, uh, which include Mad Men. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I have absolutely great- loved. Listen, I have great news for you. Mm. I was getting a twitch in my face. I got excited about it. What's that? John Ham, John, yeah. will read you a bedtime story. Well, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, Don Draper is no. going to come like visit you at like no. eleven thirty and no, no. lull you. Okay, so there's this Instagram account that I just am getting such a kick out of. It's called Save with Stories, and it is a bunch of celebrities who are just going to read a bedtime story. John Ham being one of them. What? So I'm just looking through the feed right now. So Steve Carell is one of them. I see Lynn Manuel Miranda here. I'm just looking at faces. I see Meryl Streep. Oh, my friend Jennifer Garner's there. Nice. I knew Jen would do that because I love her so much. Oh, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet's there. Um, uh, there's a lot of people I don't recognize and a lot of people that look very different in quarantine. <laughs> Can I say that? You think, yeah. I'm, con- I'm concerned about the fact that I can't do anything with my hair today. Well, there are a lot of other people who are in the same You know what they're worried about? Boat. They're worried about their Botox injections. That's right. Henry Winkler. I mean, mm, it goes on. The there are a ton of, oh, I, Zach Levi's here. Anyway, really? it just goes on and no, on. Wait, are these, are these bedtime stories yes. for adults or for kids? No, they're for kids. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, you can like hop on pop is the one that one guy's doing really? here. Okay. All right. I mean, it's just absolutely great. So save with stories if you've got an Instagram account. First off, if you've got an Instagram account, you should be following the ride home with John and Kathy because you. John posts some terrific things. Um, but if you want to see this wonderful thing that uh, celebrities are doing that actually I think is a really great thing to appreciate and endorse, save with stories on Instagram. That's very nice. Okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What I say? Taking a break. Fun. No, they're just messing around. Taking a break. Come back. Uh, the Weekend Review. Promise. This is The Weekend Review. What did you eat? What did you watch? What hacked you off? What uh, made you happy? All that ahead. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New music. New music from Casting Crowns. Love Moved First. Love Moved First. My Weapon New from Natalie Graham. Your presence is my greatest 
Quarantine from Matthew West. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Friday night toilet paper shopping online. It's the best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Dennis Spira and Associates. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Are you tired of some of the movies that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with family and watch something that affirms your values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, a film that reveals how freedom of speech is being threatened and how some are even attacked for their Christian beliefs right here in America. Freedom of speech is important for the spread of the gospel. Truth flourishes where it's allowed to be heard. But your speech and beliefs are under attack now more than ever. People have been accused of hate speech for simply speaking about the gospel. And some politicians have threatened to permanently shut down churches because of the pandemic. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Go to nosafespaces.com today. Wow. How the world has changed in just a few short weeks. If there is one thing COVID-19 has taught us, is good hygiene. Wash your hands more often and wipe down frequently touched surfaces. Unfortunately, we also face another problem that has been around us since, well, time itself. Rodents. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Rodents usually carry diseases with them we do not want around us. Treating the problem the old-fashioned way with baits and traps only causes the problem to continue. Baits invite rodents in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do we keep them out? With Plug-In Pest Free, an electromagnetic device that utilises the electrical wiring in your home to set up a no-go zone. Now that's fair dinkum. Look us up at gopestfree.com today. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like the Vacnado 2000. A Wi-Fi connected vacuum that uploads Dust Bunny data to the cloud for real-time optimization. <laughs> Whatever that means. But really, it's just a very expensive doggy chew toy. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. Look, it's easy to forget what the heck day it is, especially mm. if you're working from home like we are. If you're working outside the home, it's probably like so ingrained in your head that it's Friday and you're oh, so excited. I hope you have the weekend off. Exactly. Well, we're going to look back over the next seven days as we do and say, okay, what happened? What was it like? What did we eat? And let's start here. Mike, hit it. What was everyone talking about this week? Hmm. Okay. Well, of course they were talking about the Corona. Okay. So the boilerplate is from now forward. Everyone's talking about Corona. Right. Is there like, a, I've got like a little separate branch from that. Okay? I have a separate branch too. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. What's what's your separate branch? My separate branch is Tara Reid yes. and Joe Biden. That was my separate branch too. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. We, want, we want a refrigerator. <laughs> That's what everybody was talking about. Here's the yeah. deal. Why won't TV news book Tara Reid? It's what's the story? so 
stupid. It's Hello. just so dumb that every single thing that we do has to be through our prism of politics. Right. I'm really mad about Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. And, and, and so then, we're going to we're going to put on TV every single person who accused him of anything right. and we're going to do it 24/7. He had a beer. He drank a beer that guy. Oh, then Tara Reid comes up and goes, hey, you know what? I got a story about Jill Biden. What? What? No. Whoa. You must be crazy. We better not be talking about that because clearly we're not going to believe you. That's really stupid. All of a sudden, we sound like Rush Limbaugh. Like, yeah. yeah, what's happened? Okay, But look, ahead. I totally agree with you. It's just it's total double standard, and I dislike it very much. All right. All right. Number two, Mike. What was a conversation that made you think? John. Uh, we talked with Matt Michelados. I picked the same thing. Oh, my. What are we like, you know, doing a talk show together? Like we're reading each other's minds? All right. Go ahead. About being gentle, right? Be gentle. What he said was, essentially, um, you don't know how strong you are. Mm -hmm. You don't know the power that you have. And so if you would look at that from the outside in, you would regulate yourself somehow to be kinder, softer, gentler, not only to those around you, but to yourself as well. Matt says that when you have a three-year-old and you give the three-year-old a little baby chick to hold, mm. the first thing you say is, be gentle. Be gentle. Because you want the three-year-old to understand that they have more power and strength than they know and that they could hurt yep. that delicate creature. And so if we looked at the people who were reading our Facebook posts or our Twitter feed as delicate people, we don't know what they're struggling with. We don't know how they think or what their background is. So go easy. Right. We have uh, he, he calls it strength in reserve. That's what gentleness is. Excellent. Strength Just because reserve. you have the strength doesn't mean you got to use it. Next. Okay. Very nice. Mike. What did you eat? Mm. Okay. Now, if you and I ate the same thing, we're in trouble. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. That would be weird. Yeah, that would be really. Okay. You want to go first? No, I would like to go first, actually. Okay, Thank ahead. you. Yeah. Um, I got all excited about the Cinco de Mayo meal <laughs> for tonight, except it's only May 1st. Okay. I I was I'm desperate for a celebration people so we're having it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I made uh I made vegetarian chili which I think might be the very best thing I cook and mm. I do cook regularly. It is so delicious and hot and spicy and great. Anyway, great. I made vegetarian chili. I made chicken quesadillas. Nice. And cornbread oh. and it's it's like the triumvirate of yum. Very good. Is mm. that tonight again? Yeah, it's tonight. tonight. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. You know, for Cinco de Mayo, that's not happened yet. May 1st, May 5th. Who's, you know, it's, I got confused with the, I got confused with the Maypole and the right. Cinco, whatever. I mean, is this February or August? Does it really know. even matter at this point? I don't right? know. John, what about you? What are you eating? Okay. Again, I, I, I married up my wife. Uh, I got to do two things. I got to say two things here because my wife made this incredible lamb and vegetable curry. Oh my God. It included jalapenos, <gasps> broccoli, cauliflower, red peppers, <gasps> uh, and some imaginary lamb uh, oh and vegetable my. curry. I mean, I was like, uh, uh, and then she followed that up like a day later with asparagus, artichoke, prosciutto, quiche. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Holy man. Okay. The I pandemic mean, is good for me. I'm John's fine won the contest. All right, Mike, next. Okay. What sorry. did you watch? All right, listen, Bosch, uh, my very favorite fictional mm -hmm. detective. He, I don't know, Michael Conley wrote maybe 21, 22 books on Harry Bosch. Amazon turned it into an 
unbelievably good series about five years ago and the new series dropped early because they were trying to you know give all of us who are stuck at home something to watch it i'm only two episodes in it's everything you would expect titus welliver is a complete rock star in playing harry bosch and i totally love it fabulous i'm a fan of bosch myself i cannot wait to catch up very very nice what about you uh, okay, you know that I'm like essentially married to Turner Classic Movies. Yes. I love TCM so much. The other night, my wife and I sat down. We stumbled upon a movie that was just starting, 1931, pre-code, a film called Expensive Women. Ooh. With starred Dolores Costello, who was born here in the great city of Pittsburgh. What? And later on, married John Barrymore and became the matriarch of the Barrymore family. This woman, this movie, Expensive Women, she plays a woman of a certain age, of means, and she's she's kind of a bad girl. Oh, and Mike, she bad falls girl. in love with a guy, and the guy kills someone. She stands trial for the man she loves. <gasps> and then... She's fallen. I mean, oh, nobody she's is expensive. Talk. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Expensive Women with Dolores Costello, who was a gigantic star in the silent movie era. Oh, my gosh. Expensive Women. All yeah. right. So watch Bosch on Amazon and Expensive Women on yep. Turner Classic. Mike, let's take a break. Let's come back and finish uh, the oh. weekend review when we return because time is short, friends. Okay. And that's John and Kathy. Wait, we it's only one part of it. Hey folks, this is John Hall. Like you, I'm confined to my home spending time with my family. And one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. With all the choices, what can you watch? I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary which presents convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories, like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? The result of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus at Home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, and Anne Graham Lotz will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in this series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Are the impacts of the pandemic causing you worry? The long-term effects of COVID-19 are unknown, but the short-term effects for the stock market have already included record single-day and single-week losses. How is this health scare affecting your retirement savings? Call Kirk Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group. Kurt and his team have managed market fluctuations before. Schedule a phone or video consultation to create a plan designed to help reduce the risk of your retirement savings. From the latest health scares and other market events that could impact your savings, you likely have questions. Don't wait. Call or text for a complimentary phone or video consultation 412-515-0005. You don't know how the market is going to continue to react. You only know that you don't want your retirement savings to feel more effects from the pandemic or other volatile events. Get your retirement plan checkup today. Call Kurt Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group 412-515-0005. Don't wait. Call or text 412-515-0005. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. 
Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build a kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. Today's forecast calls for clear skies, slight winds coming out of the northeast, and customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. At the Y, it's about more than sports and working out. It's about making my community better. Living a healthier life. Spending time together as a family. It's where I go to learn and play after school. The Y strengthens communities. By helping kids reach their full potential. Encouraging healthy living. And inspiring social responsibility. Get involved. Find a Y near you. Visit YMCA.net. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. Part two. It's part two. We put a commercial in between because we're around out of time. All right. So uh, we were at number five, I think, Mike. Okay, what hacked you off? What mm-hmm. hacked you what off? Uh-huh. What hacked you off? Yeah, well, I'll tell you the same thing hacked me off this week that hacked me off last week. Oh, you're carrying a grudge. My I anger. Like it. It's a my long anger, week. My anger goes on and on. Listen, <laughs> listen, we're all we're all suffering in different ways through the coronavirus mm-hmm. pandemic. I'm yeah. not suffering nearly as much as someone who's working in a hospital or someone who has the coronavirus. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Um, I'm also living an easier life than our elected officials, our mm-hmm. governors, our president, all the people who are on the presidential committee, all Maybe of that. Look, I am not saying that everybody in an elected position has done a great job. Mm-hmm. I am saying, however, ease the heck up on them just a little bit. For those of us who are at home, it's so easy to say, why aren't they doing this? They were wrong about this. Dr. Fauci didn't know it. Look, you couldn't have done any better. So just be part of the solution, not part of the problem. All right, it's good. I'm done. Part of the solution, not the problem. Okay, uh, what hacked me off? Yeah. My wife runs a small business. How about all these corporations and universities taking millions and millions of dollars from the federal government because, you know, they're like struggling? Meanwhile, they've got endowments of like $40 billion or they're trading on the stock exchange doing just fine. Right. Just back off and be honest and give that money back, you lying thieves. That's all. Right. We're hacked off. All right. Last, Mike. What was the best news you heard this week? All right. The best news I heard this week, Linda Carlson and Rasmus Persson, who live in Sweden, they are chefs and they've been really disturbed by how sad the restaurant scene has gotten and people just can't get out and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they've come up with this idea. It's an idea for a restaurant where they are setting a table for one in an absolutely gorgeous part of their yard that Mm. looks out on a meadow and they will serve person by person. If you make a reservation, they will serve you gourmet food in a beautiful setting outside because they said dining out on good food is important for humans. Whoa, What's that line like? How long Uh, is that? I don't know, but you should see their yard. It's absolutely beautiful. 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 Very, very, very. That's really, what about you? Um, what made me happy this week? Uh, my youngest, one of the two apples or three apples of my eye, my youngest son turns 20 years old today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Quinn Hall. Happy birthday. Yeah. He's 20. Yay. Teenage years behind. Now he's a 20-year-old guy. Quinn, we love you. Happy Makes birthday, very pal. Happy. Powerful. Excellent. Very good guy. Really. That good. is happy so birthday. wonderful. Very nice. Okay. That's it, right? That's it.
Anything else we get like, is there like some, nothing there? No. The last okay. thing I want to say though, is if you're thinking about giving to save the children and you haven't yet, you want to provide for oh, kids who are used this. to getting their food at school, but school's not there now. And we want to take away the words food insecurity from American kids. Listen, yes. we are really close to reaching this goal and we thank you for, if you've given, but if you haven't, would you just think about that? Please do this. Um, yeah. If you've got a cell phone pound two fifty, the keyword is save the children or go online to wordfm.com and just take care of it. We have a thousand dollars left. That's all. Oh, this is such a great organization. Look, if you got food in your belly tonight and food in the fridge, you got to know there are people in the United States here, especially kids who don't have it. Yeah, so pound 250, keyword is save the children or online at wordfm.com. Please do this because it's just so excellent and we want to make sure that everybody's got some cover here, right? And these really weird times. Yeah. So we hope the best for your weekend. Enjoy yourself. It's going to be beautiful weather here in Western Pennsylvania, wherever you are across America. We hope you enjoy a weekend. Find us on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM, or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.